0: This is Jasmine Dea coming to you from my law firm, Jasmine Daya & Company, located in Midtown Toronto. We are changing it up this season. In an effort to inspire you all to pursue your passion and crush your goals, I have asked a guest host to interview me so that you can hear my story, the actual truth, how it all happened. This is my life.
1: Let's get started. You created JD in the Kitchen, which is the name of your Indian cookbook series and lifestyle website, which features quick and easy recipes for busy people to enjoy. As a practicing lawyer, what inspired you to delve into Indian cookbooks?
0: It all started when I was out one day, it was actually a lawyer's event. And I was talking to a friend of mine, and I've told this story a few times, so hopefully it's not boring too many people out there that have already heard this story. I'm not bored. Okay, good. <laughs> so I was talking to a friend of mine, I was complaining that I had really bad neck pain because I'd been staring at the same file for too long and I wished I could just cook. Because cooking brings me so much happiness and seeing others enjoy what I've cooked brings me happiness and experimenting with new flavors also brings me happiness. And so that was what was in my mind. How do I do this right now? Because I have neck pain and I've been staring at the same file for far too long. So this friend of mine who's always staring at his phone, I don't think he even knows that it's rude to do that while you're talking to someone. Should we name him? Uh, no, he knows who he is. Um, <laughs> I don't need hate mail from this person. Yeah, I'll probably right. get sued. Because for... he's
1: probably another lawyer. Yeah, he's a,
0: was a lawyer's event.
1: We'll so he is you a, a lawyer. Cookbook. Will you get a
0: cookbook? Yes, that he won't even look at because he'll be too busy with his phone. However, he looked up from his phone momentarily to stare at me and say, so why don't you? Because clearly he was listening to me in that he heard me say that I wanted to cook, but clearly he was not listening to the fact that I have this serious file like I can't just drop it and cook I have clients that I care very much about this being one of them I was working on their file and I wanted the best outcome for them but a week later I was sitting in my office and the neck pain had not subsided in fact now it had gotten worse when the neck pain as many lawyers will know or anyone who sits at a desk for long periods of hours the neck pain was now traveling up into my head and giving me a headache. Uh, so it had not, uh, it had not gotten better. It had gotten worse. And I was sitting at my desk and I remember the exact moment where I looked up and said to myself, well, why don't I, that that boy may have been onto something, why don't I cook? Because nobody said that you have to be one person and do one thing in your life. And from that moment, I have tried to do everything that I want to do in my life, regardless of the fact that I am a mother and that I am a lawyer and that I have this project and that project, I'm just going to take on as much as I want to do because I want to do it. And why don't I?
1: Was cooking already
0: a hobby of yours? Yes. So it was a hobby and it was something that I really enjoyed doing with my mom. And she is an incredible cook and she probably gets it from my late grandma, her mom, they were they're very well known in the community for their food and how delicious it tastes and admittedly my mom's food is not just delicious she creates art on plates I don't do that as well because I'm always short on time. But she creates the most gorgeous plated items. I just sort of put it all on a very nice platter. It still looks good. Uh, but she will create garnishes and she will um, mold chocolate. And she does all these things that I don't do. So
1: there was a bit of an inspiration. Absolutely. So mom inspired the cookbook or the hobby. And yes. then your friend sort of springboarded you into Doing the cookbooks exactly, and and the cookbook. I mean, my mom and I chatted over
0: the years about putting together all of our recipes because my parents are from East Africa, and so with them came these recipes. So it's Indian with East African influences because there was a big Indian community in East Africa. There still is one, but not as big as it was uh, because of political issues. A lot of Indians had to leave East Africa in the seventies, and they went to different countries. A lot went to the UK, to the US. My my family. Came came to Canada, and from there, all these recipes came with them. So it's Indian, but there's elements of coconut, for example, that you wouldn't see in traditional Indian food and other influences that perhaps you might not see in other typical Uh, traditional
1: Indian food. Is there a name for this particular cooking, or is it just across the board Indian? Well, we call it
0: Indian food, but again, if you go to a lot of the Indian restaurants, you're not going to see these flavors there. Mm. There's certain foods that... You'll just find in this type of cooking, and it comes from the Ismaili community. Um,
1: That's what I was looking for. Yes. It's a community name. Yes. It's actually a
0: religious community. And so it's um, people who who follow the Aga Khan. Uh, It's more from that background uh, where you will see that type of
1: cuisine. So this is interesting because I, I, you lit up as soon as you started talking about the food. As as <laughs> maybe because mom, it's lunchtime. <laughs> maybe. No, no, I see something else. But, you know, this sort of leads me into the next question. You know, you've said on a number of occasions um, that you created JD in the Kitchen, but it also made you a better lawyer and a better mother. So can you explain how, how, that, how that works? Well, we've heard how
0: I decided to get into the cooking and the cookbooks and chatting with my mom and this friend who sort of prompted me. And what I realized is that when I was doing the recipe testing for the cookbook, so there's the cookbooks and the the website. So the cookbooks are all the Indian cooking and the website I created It has some of the Indian cooking, but they're easy recipes. So very busy individuals, such as myself, can make meals. Because I found out, I didn't know this, but I cook almost every day. Like I will leave the office, I go home, have a meal with my kids, And then after the meal, they go do their thing, whether it's showers or homework or activities. And I go do my thing, which is either go back to the office or have my meetings or go to the gym. But I always stop for dinner because that's our one time together. And I found that that's been very good for my family personally. Uh, But what I learned is that a lot of my friends don't cook. And I was surprised. I was like, so what do you eat every night? And they also don't have meals with their kids. Like their kids are eating at one time. They're eating at another. And to each their own. Like I'm not judging anyone. Whatever works for your family is fine. But what surprised me is that they were ordering food. I'm like, that's so expensive. How are you ordering every day? It doesn't matter Um, how much you make, The, the end of the day is, it would be really nice to have extra money to spend on, I don't know, travel or some really nice purse you want or something like that, and you save a lot by cooking meals.
1: So have you had a lot of feedback? Like, do you have other, you know, moms or, you know, working people that sort of have said, thank you so much for the cookbooks and thank you so much for the website?
0: So admittedly, the cookbooks are not all easy cooking. Let's get that straight. But the website is your easy cooking. The cookbooks are Indian. Uh, So the website has these easy recipes and I've had a lot of feedback from a lot of friends and a lot of people out there that have said, thank you. We've tried these. These are working. This is great. They send me pictures of what they've made. Oh, that's awesome. I know. I'll be like looking at legal drafting, like reading over whatever I've drafted. And, you know, that's not the fun part of what I do. It's right. necessary for what I do. But then my, my whole face will light up because I'll get this random picture of, of some curry dish that somebody tried to make or, or cake someone so baked.
1: Your, your hobby of cooking turned mm-hmm. into almost sort of a business because, you know, yes. I'm sorry, I'm going to sort of go off a little here, but you also now have a restaurant, Yes. So are, is there any sort of connection there? Are you going to try out any of your there, recipes? There is. Just just But let it. me a-
0: answer your last question because I don't think I answered that yet because you know how I am. I but just kind of okay. go off on yeah, we'll, whatever we'll, I feel we'll like. Down. But it's made me, this project, Dating the Kitchen, has made me a better lawyer because as I was saying, I... I I light up when I get these random pictures or I think of recipes and I feel good. I have a break. My mind has a break also from doing the legal day-to-day because what we do as lawyers is so intense and so all-consuming and your brain does not actually stop. You might leave the office, but you're still thinking about that file. And it's cooking that's enabled me to use a different part of my brain and you can't actually always... Think about the file when you're doing recipe testing and jotting things down. And I also have had time with my mom that I would've never had. So we we gossip and laugh and do things while things are cooking, and we're just standing over the stove waiting and observing. Uh, So that's given us time. And all of this has, as as I said, made me a better lawyer because I come back to the to the office with a new perspective because my brain has had the ability to stop thinking. And now exactly, but a little bit
1: of a break exactly.
0: And then I see things that maybe I wasn't able to see before. I think outside the box better. I think more efficiently because again, my mind got a break. And in terms of me being a better mom, I feel happier. I'm just happier.
1: It's quality time time too that you can spend with your kids because you're creating something. Exactly. You're with your mom. Um, A lot of tech companies will hire programmers that have a broad range of skills. So they won't just hire a programmer that can program in Ruby. They want to know that the person maybe is a DJ or the person has like another sort of hobby that they're very deep into because they want people that sort of cuz you know programming is also very laser focused, mm-hmm. right? So so they actually hire with people who have they look for people who have hobbies.
0: That's very interesting because I, I think as a younger lawyer, when I was a younger lawyer, oh, I, in my mind, yes, um, but I, I was fearful of having anything outside of law that would take away from practicing law because I didn't want to look like I wasn't fully committed and I didn't want to waste time on other things. And now I've recognized the benefit of having something outside of law so that it actually strengthens my ability to practice law and to be a good lawyer. Mm -hmm.
1: So I'm going to now go on to the next question. Um, You've already published your Chicklet, Law Girls Bump in the Road, which I interviewed you about
0: a A while ago now. A
1: couple of months ago. I can't believe that. Um, So you had already published that book. Did it make it easier publishing the cookbooks? sort of already having that knowledge or was it completely different doing cookbooks because I'm sure a lot of people would like to know.
0: There was an easier component in that I'd already dealt with layout of the book mm-hmm. and editing and sort of the finalizing your draft was similar in nature and that you're dealing with the same sort of people and then how to publish and market the business aspect and the finishing finishing touches on the product were the same, but the actual process of writing the cookbook was completely different than writing the chiclet. So there were days where with the chiclet, it would just write itself. I was just, just writing and smiling as I was writing because I loved what I was writing about. With the cookbook... I'm smiling sometimes because my mom and I are joking around but there is no smiling about what we're cooking like if it doesn't turn out we're not smiling <laughs> although that's rare <laughs> or you know if my mom put something in and forgot to tell me how much of it that ah, enrages me
1: there's a bit of a science there's
0: yeah science to you cooking, really have to pay course. attention and I'm, I'm like ma how much did you put in how much salt she's like I think it was half a teaspoon I'm like Okay, we have to start all over again. And she gets really upset at me because she's like, No, we don't. I'm pretty sure it was half. I'm like, No, we need to start again. I am not putting my name to this recipe unless we know 100% that it was a half. Okay, so you
1: walk us through how you recipe test. So, what does a typical day look like with you and your mom? You show up in the kitchen. And you're going to test recipes.
0: So there's two types of testing. The the recipes for the website that are not Indian are my recipes. And I do those on my own. And I don't have anyone to get upset at or who's getting upset at me. <laughs> so that's separate. So we won't bother talking about that. Yeah. But with, with my mom and I, with the Indian cooking, and there's certain Indian, um, Indian uh, foods or spices, I should say, that she only knows the Indian name. And I only know the English name. And we're staring at each other like... Is this, Does I have Google to Google. Help? Yeah, Google <laughs> yeah. has been helping a lot. And my mom is very Canadianized. Like she's been here since she was 20, but she only knows the Indian name of these ingredients. That's really cute. So then we're staring at the package, staring at each other, Googling. Um, but the process is usually we decide on what we're going to test that day. And my goal during a session is to get at least five recipes and how done. How long is a session? could be a few hours, but I usually say, this is how many we're doing. We're not stopping until we're done. And she just stares at me like, oh my God, I hate you right now. (laughs) But I have pushed her and... You know, she's got as much energy as me, if not more. So it's not the energy, but it's sometimes just like the frustration and, you know, standing there. And my dad's like sometimes coming home and he's like, Well, where's dinner? And I'm like, Go away. Like, we're not eating yet. Right. Yeah. <laughs> like, unless you want one of these items. He's like, What am I going to do with this? I'm like, Well, today we're testing sweet dishes. So this is what your dinner You're is have a sweet <laughs> dish, <laughs> like a dessert. <laughs> um, but yeah, so we decide. So I decide, these are the items we're doing. And then um, I usually send her the list in advance so that she can make sure that she has all the ingredients. She usually likes testing at her home for the Indian cooking because she says she has everything and that I don't have everything or that my spices are old and not fresh and taste ah. they don't taste as good as hers hint, hint. yeah I'm fresh like, spice and spice. like it's not old she's like well I bought it last week when did you buy yours I'm like the turmeric oh my no I did not buy the turmeric last week I think
1: we all have these struggles with our mothers
0: yeah Wind so through my fridge well oh, so does mine she has a lot more than what I'm talking about right now but um okay so she gets everything In order, then we get to her house. She's usually got it out there, she now knows that it needs to be out there and ready. Okay, and then I ask her, What would you like to start with? because she usually has an idea of what she wants to start with. So we start and we go through. So she'll, she's the one that's making the dish, and I'm recording everything.
1: Record it, and then do you take pictures? I have
0: been, but that's more for my knowledge and okay. and remem- remembrance of what we did in case i have to go back because i'm right i'm more concerned about the measurements and i'm writing steps loosely they have to be fine-tuned but i don't have time to properly word it for book wise but i'm trying to write the steps at the same time and then sometimes i'm taking pictures and i'm also taking some shots for you know social media right. you know for my story this is what i'm doing today so there's all of that and then while we're waiting for things to cook there's some gossiping and chatting and yeah. Uh, did you hear what your brother just did? And no, I didn't. Why don't you tell time. me? <laughs> yes. Time, <which> nice. <laughs> so we do that, uh, and then at the end of the day, uh, hopefully we have completed the list of usually five items, okay. and then I leave, and we divide up the food. And she's going to take it to her friends. I'm going to take it to my friends. And I'm gonna, this is what I want for dinner. And no, my husband's not going to want that. And this and that. Do
1: so, most of the recipes turn out? Or is yes. A that you're like I'm not putting this in the cookbook.
0: No, all the recipes. I shouldn't say all, majority of recipes turn out perfectly, but I always second and third test them before I publish it because I want to know that my name on this book is the real deal. This is going to turn out the way it's supposed to. Right.
1: And who tests the recipes? I mean, you guys will taste some. Do you give up some to your friends? Have sort of I know like, how they
0: need to taste. We both know that, uh, so we're okay. not worried about that. Mm-hmm. The issue more is making sure that the quantities are not wrong. Uh-huh. Because sometimes when you're putting it in, I already gave you one example of it might not be recorded properly. Mm-hmm. Um, but sometimes my mom also, with cup measurements, she doesn't fill all the way to the line. And I'm like, that's not a full half cup. And she's like, yes, it is. And then with this teaspoon, like she doesn't always level it off. Right. Like teaching her to use measurements was not easy. Like she's used to just pinch of this, pinch of that, because she's been cooking for
1: years. Right. And so for her, it's intuitive. And exactly. but if, if I was using the cookbook, I wouldn't need You need, need to know. Because I, I don't know how the recipes should taste. Exactly. So, exactly. But I have made a few and they're amazing. Thank you. Um, so how many cookbooks do you have and how many cookbooks do you plan to make?
0: So we've got three. Okay. So they're all called – Like the, the series is called J.D. in the Kitchen. So J.D. are my initials, but it also stands for Lawyer. So it's Lawyer in the Kitchen slash Jasmine Day in the Kitchen. And we've got three right now. The first was appetizers and chutneys. So I was trying to go in sequence of how you have your meal. Like you start with the appetizer. Ah, okay. Right. <laughs> but, that makes sense. Yeah, but by book two, that went out the window. <laughs> I
1: there's sweets in there,
0: which is my yes. favorite. So the – well, the second book is Tea Time Snacks. And Indian culture, you often have afternoon tea with either sweet or savory, depending on your mood. Okay. And so these are the tea time snacks are the, the savory dishes, snacks. And then my third cookbook is uh, Indian sweet treats. And these are again either you have it as an afternoon treat with a cup of chai or you have it to complete the meal after dinner. You might want something sweet but not a full dessert, so you'd go with just like a little like a little piece of burfi for example, Sounds which is so Indian fudge, which is so good, I guess. Oh, and you asked me, there's two more. Yes, yes. So I intend on having two more in the series. They're actually pretty much done. It's entrees one and entrees two. Oh, sorry, three more. There's entrees one, entrees two, and there is the desserts. So there's three more coming down the pipeline. And they're pretty much done in terms of testing the issue is the pandemic has put a halt on my ability to finish the pictures and i've had to postpone with my photographer a few times and also with my publisher they're self-published but you still use a publishing company to help you uh, format and do all this stuff and so we've had some delays on that front so i've Gotten everything almost done, so they're all going to roll out very quickly as soon as this pandemic hint, is hint. over. Which something is, is down yeah, the pipeline, something is
1: coming. Which leads me—I've noticed that the you know you've been a little bit inactive on the website and social. Uh, is there—is this because of the pandemic? is there something else that, that's coming down the pipeline It's
0: a little bit because of the pandemic cuz I was getting really frustrated because like I was like my books are coming but they're not here yet they're coming soon but they're still not here I yet think
1: Everyone can appreciate Yes I
0: mean we've been in a pandemic that. since March 2020 yeah. and I I mean we're still in it but it looks like looks like light at the end of the tunnel and I'm not just saying that like actual light at the end of the tunnel we're reopening yes. here at least in Ontario uh, but I also am moving and that has thrown things into a bit of chaos. I can't recipe test because I've got all these showings at my house and I am now trying to just keep my house clean with my three kids in virtual learning and running the firm and everything else. And I I just haven't been able to test and cook and I'm still cooking, but you know, the showings are all at the times when I would be normally testing, which is after work. So I haven't been able to, and then at my mom's place, testing at her place has been Difficult because she lives in this gorgeous condo downtown at the waterfront view. However, her rule is very formal; they're proper building, and they have said no visitors during the pandemic. Now, I can sneak in, but coming with you know my groceries and this and that, and plus I feel like maybe I shouldn't sneak in because I am a lawyer after all. So we've got pandemic-related issues exactly. happening, and my move.
1: That's so. Will the new place have a kitchen that is all sort of set up and ready to go? Are you excited about the new kitchen? Do you have any changes to make? Because I know that you take a lot of your photos and videos. Yes. And do your own media, which I think is very cool. So, what's the new kitchen like?
0: The kitchen was renovated by the prior owner but not to the level that i would like it
1: okay so there is going to be a reno must-haves so for for jasmine day's kitchen oh my god this is going to
0: make me sound so terrible no it's
1: not okay so
0: all right it's cool the, the house i live in right now it is set up um in an orthodox manner i'm not jewish I'm certainly not orthodox. However, it, it's a kosher, a kosher style kitchen. Oh, very cool. And I kept that in the would kitchen. Because you have two kitchens then, right? Like, not only do I have two, two kitchens. Two sides. I have two sides. That's awesome. I
1: mean, so if you're making a cookbook, you this, have- this
0: has been fa- fabulous. And once you have a kosher style kitchen... I, well, I kept it for resale too, um, one, but also because I fell in love with it. So when I renovated my current kitchen, I'm like, no, keep it the same, exactly the same. So I have two dishwashers, I have two stoves, I have two sinks, and I have loved that style. And so in my new house, I have designed to have the same style of two of everything because it's been amazing for all the entertaining I do as well as recipe testing and once you have that it's really hard to go back
1: I'm very very envious so
0: yes there's that that. that's sort
1: of my dream I say it's pretty amazing I'm like two dishwashers if I could only have I never have a stack
0: except when I'm having a really big party but I never have a stack and I've always got the two going and um I've also designed an outdoor kitchen which is something I've always wanted. And I have a great space right now, but we never put the money in for the outdoor kitchen. We just have, we've got two barbecues, uh, but we are going to do that in the new house. And I'm really excited about the plan. So you can do
1: outdoor entertaining. Yes. And and cooking. And a cookbook. Outdoor entertaining. Absolutely.
0: And my husband won't have to complain so much about the Indian cooking smell.
1: (laughs) Oh, that is fun. Um, So, with regards to next steps, like where are you going to head? Um, you know, what what do you plan on on kind of rolling out? Are you going to do the cookbooks? Are you going to uh, start a blog? Um, are you going to grow the website? So I'm the
0: type of person that takes it as it comes. I have an idea of what I want to do. So I've got the three book cookbooks coming and I've told you about my new indoor kitchen and outdoor kitchen so those are huge for JD in the kitchen there's going to be lots more but as I live through life that's what inspires me to have new thoughts about the direction that JD in the kitchen will take but I assure you it is not going anywhere JD in the kitchen's here to stay
1: I love it I think you should do a cooking show
0: well there's an idea right there's an idea new kitchen you just try and fit that I into my schedule kitchen. i just don't know how that will happen i don't know if the producers of this <laughs> show will be okay with coming at night or early like four in the morning uh, like because right. those are like the only times i have or weekends i could do weekends
1: there you go just, just, fit, it, just fit it in well jasmine this has been really fun Thank Um, you. I want to ask you a hundred more questions, but I know that time is of essence, and I know you have to go back to being a lawyer.
0: Yes, I do.
1: uh, But thank you very much for the chat, and I hope that there's, you know, people who are listening will be inspired, and other maybe lawyers or people who are you know really stacked at work will kind of take on a new um, interest in a hobby. I hope so, too. Because it's brought you a lot of
0: enjoyment. I, I tell people all the time, please, pursue your passion. Right.